Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This episode of Bend the Knee is brought to you by our bannermen, Lord Jason of House Ross, Lady Amanda of House Richardson, Lord Adam the Young Bull of House Parker, Sir Peter of House Whittingham, Sandy the Dragon, Blood of Queen Daenerys, and Lady of Jameson, Lord Brett of House Fry, Sir David of House Fraser, Lord Nelson of the Long Isle, Sir Joshua of House Ross, Lady Liz of House Hendricks, Sir Matthew of House Perry. Hello and welcome to Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra, the Watchful. Welcome to our Song of Ice and Fire book club. Today we are into Tyrion 7 of A Clash of Kings, and in our Maester study, we will be discussing Lancel Lannister. Yeah, as struggling there, I can tell immediately with those Roman numerals, man, you know? Especially once we get... Once we get up to the uh, <laughs> once we get up to those some of those higher numbers, I gotta I gotta start putting in parentheses, you know, eighteen, twenty four, th- you know, like you know, it's like it's like what I mean was was this a part of my education growing up? No, it wasn't. It was okay? it was part of mine, man. Because you took hey, Latin, all right. I did take Latin, okay. The Jeezy Latin cow. is not dead, okay. Latin is not I dead. Know, man. Man. I, I knew know. I knew at some point. That those it would pay off. Of, of that, <laughs> that the, yeah, those three years of Latin class would would pay off. So That's there great. we there we go, man. So yeah, as you know, kind of excited, man, about our Maester study today because I'm just gonna go ahead and start us off with a real serious question today. All right. I mean, we we'll, you know we'll jump into all the other stuff, but is Lancel Lancer the single biggest bitch in all of Game of Thrones? Dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> Dude, <I> don't know. <laughs> okay. This chapter is pretty bad for him. That's for sure. This is well. It's it's not as bad as maybe some other chapters, but yeah, yeah. It it is the beginning of just uh, just a terrible. Um, it it sucks. It really sucks for him. Although he makes a comeback, you know, later there's, on. There's a, there's a pun intended. Oh jeez. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's it's yeah, it's it's bad. Although I, I like you said this, and I was like, okay, but. He's talking to Tyrion today, you know. It's I I, I throw, yep. throw the credit to Tyrion. I mean, I would I would uh, completely break down. I'd be I'd be done. Tyrion tells me what's up, and you know he's, yeah. he's always a step ahead. But man, yeah, yeah, I know. I hear you. All right, how you doing, man? How is it going? Oh, dude, it's going well. Um, it's good. Just been enjoying my been out been out, well been out trying to get some sun. Uh, been hanging out in like um. Hanging out in the pool, you know. Again, not the community pool because we can't do that. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely not going there. That's shut down for the summer, by the way. Uh, yeah, so I've just been hanging out, chilling out, uh, spending time with my niece and nephew, you know, doing that. Um, so I almost bought a new car. Almost bought a new car. Almost. I mean, not because I wanted to, because I have to. So right. you know, if anybody's well, got how, anything, how, how old for is sale, your car? It's like 2012. Uh, 2012, yeah, brand new, yeah, I got it brand new. 2012. Um, it was it, it. It's a lemon. I mean, it's basically. I've done every recall on it. I it, it needed <laughs> recalled out the gate. Do you remember when I told you that it was like uh, one time I turned my car off, I, I I took the key out and started to get out of the car and it's still running. Oh, I still, had that happen. Was, I've had that happen to me before. Yeah, it's yeah. like your. Sometimes it's your. I think your. I'm sure there are people that know way more about cars than than I do, and they're about to laugh at everything I say. Are your ignition cylinder? So I had that happen to me once in an older car, and I had to get out, take the, like the battery cables off to shut the car off. Uh, they had to do an entire new, like in the something the way the key goes in, and it got all jacked up. I don't know, you know, dude. I I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know anything about cars. I'll, I'll let you know. I'd had to change my oil. Okay. 
and yep. I know okay. how to, I know how to uh that's about it. I can change the air in my tires. Okay? I can put gas in my car. I can, I can yeah. I can I mean that's 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 what I do. That's what I do. Um, I don't do that out here because in Oregon we don't have to put gas in our cars. We have people that do it for us. Lucky? <laughs> well, we do pay a lot more in gas, but it does create uh, a lot of jobs. It's kind of give and a take. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyways, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, car, car's a mess. It's kind of crazy trying to figure that out. Um, was going to even drive down to, like, Kentucky to get one, which is, which is just insane. But it's working now. Let me say this, actually. I took it in, and, I, you know, they ran the whole diagnostic on it which is crazy. I hear, I hear people say, you can do that for free. There's a way to get around it, etc. I'm just trying to document all this, okay? I want it documented so that way when I go to sell this bad boy, I can say, look, here's everything I've done. Um, you know, did, you did, did it by the book. But man, that, that, that test will cost you like 150 bucks just to, just to oh, run the, yeah. Di- yeah, just the check engine light, figure out what's going on. It was insane. Yeah. And then now I'm on, a, I'm on a timer. Do I want to fix it? Because... If I wait too long, they're gonna have to run the test again. And I'm like, guys, the check engine light went out. Actually, it's been running beautifully. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think so it was a plug can, and so it's gone. Can, but yeah, so if you go to like AutoZone or something, they will come run it for you. Um, you can actually buy one of those kits for pretty inexpensive. You can actually run it off your phone. Uh, it just runs the code. So your car spits out codes and then use the codes to figure out what's what's wrong with it. So, so, so you're telling me I've been spending hundreds of dollars. Yes, you can go to AutoZone and, and, and they'll I, do. And they'll do. You can totally go to AutoZone and they'll do it for you. AutoZone or Napa or any of those places, they will totally run it for you free of charge. Because then you're, the idea is that well, then you're going to come in and buy the parts that you want. You need to fix it. Yeah. See, see, like a horse is so much more. It's just it's simpler. I think. It is. I don't know. I yep. mean. Yeah. Yep. If it if it gets a if, if it gets a flat tire, you just shoot it. So I mean, you're just... dude. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, yeah. that's what people do, which is crazy, man. I'm See, like, that's what? Nuts. Raj is gonna be so ticked that you. Well, said that. I don't think you should, but I'm just saying that's what people do. It's crazy. That is crazy. Well, I, what I was thinking is, is that like I treat my car, you know. Whenever like I see the check engine, yeah, and I'm always like talking to my car, sort of like you know hear me baby hold together like it's gonna be okay and i'm trying to like get this thing just back home or to a garage or whatever um and i'm like man as, as well as i treat my car like i know a horse would just i mean we would just bond right and it would just right. be solid but i don't know you know it's it's you could you could just is. ride a horse and then just i could <laughs> i really that would be wild i need to get a, little, a job a little close right now i have a 40 minute drive to work <laughs> <laughs> so oh god it's crazy but hey i'm doing well how you doing man what's going on Man, I'm doing good. You know, uh, still coming off that high of us doing the big Zoom patron hangout. My God, that was so much fun. There was a lot of great discussion. There was a lot of alcohol uh, involved. I'm still recovering. Literally, we start this thing, and we got, got, you know, Lady Sarah and Lady Sandy and, you know, Sir James. Sir Ryan. Matthew and Ryan and... All, everybody's everybody's in Maglum's in there and literally yeah. everybody is just like they they sh- everybody shows up for this patron event and they're all like hey here we go and they're all just everyone's just like hammering alcohol and I was like good god I guys. think I said bring a drink I'm pretty sure I said bring well, they your own did. beverage they, yeah they did, so, they did so. well actually actually Sir James I mean pulls out all of those exclusive you guys got to check this out he's got all the exclusive uh, whiskeys or whatever they were for well he, Game of Thrones. he's like he's like hey guys hold on I'll be right back and I thought he'd grab, grab like one no he grabs all of them and chugs just one. like Right, and he's like, I think I just drank half the bottle, and I was like, Oh my god, dude, man. that was <laughs> epic! It was, it was actually epic. I'm not gonna lie. The Zoom chats, I think, are gonna be like my new favorite thing because you know, uh, Lady Sarah was there, and she was like, you know, moving around, and then it was just kind of funny to see mm-hmm. just everyone, fun, yeah. you know, and, and it was just, it was, it was great. I gotta apologize because, like, it was, I was diving into rabbit holes mentally, and no one knew where I was. I wasn't. I mean, I, at one point, I just drifted away. Um, yeah. I stopped. I stopped talking, and I didn't stop drinking. Though that was the problem, you know. And I was just, they're like, "Sir Ezra, where are you at?" I'm like, "I'm in five different rabbit holes right now, trying to figure out what's right. going on here." So, it, was, it was amazing. Yeah. So I got. I got to say, it was a ton of fun for all the people who were, um, who came over the, for the patrons that joined us there on the in the in the Zoom hangout. I'm definitely looking, definitely looking forward uh, to to more of those. So. All right, Ez. Well, um, for my 
count. There's not really a ton of new news in the Game of Thrones um, world. So let's move on over to the Maester study where we're going to be talking a little bit about one of our characters who we're going to be talking about today, and that is good old Lancel Lannister, who I think is probably a lot of people's least favorite character. It, it's it's wild because I actually like Sir Kevin Lannister, his father, right? So he's the eldest mm-hmm. son to Sir Kevin Lannister, and I think he's pretty cool. And it's just this is a case of he's younger and he's influenced heavily by Cersei, um, and just sort of gets pressured in. I mean, she's she's the regent, right? She's queen regent, and what are you gonna do? Not obey her? I mean, I don't know. It's you're you're in you're in a spot here. It's and Tyrion will point that out later in in this chapter. But it's like I also love that we get Tyrion's thought about Jamie will kill you, <laughs> yes. blood or not. I mean, like <clears throat> like you or you're gonna be beaten to the point where I mean, what? Who knows? Right? He's gonna do something. So this is this is crazy, and I just think he's taken advantage of actually and does just want to serve House Lannister. Um, you know, I mean, the, his treatment by Robert Baratheon is not good. And then Cersei's just kind of, he's, he's, he's a placeholder. So I kind of feel bad for him. Um, I know people don't like him, but he's, I don't know. He, he it's just, it's, I, I, do you not feel bad for him? I mean, I, I kind of think it's a, it's I don't a know. position I don't, to be you know, It is, it is. And I, I, I guess I, yeah, I do, I do forget that we, that we run into him earlier. Um, but really, I, I see. I don't know if I feel bad for him or not because right now he's kind of in this position where he is totally being like taken, kind of, kind of taken advantage of. Although he's just so whiny, you know. It's mm. it's 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 easy, I think, to hate him and just not like him. Yeah. And then he goes off the deep end, right? As we as we go forward, when when he joins up with oh, the yeah. faith, oh, and he yeah. just goes off the deep end, and he's you know creepy and weird. And then, man, Cersei totally gets her kind of revenge on him after he kind of allies with them. Because in the show, it's like he's the one, actually, ultimately, that ends up, if you really want to look at it, he's the one that actually ends up setting off the the Sept of Baelor. Because mm-hmm. he's down there, and he's looking, and he's got the candle, and he's trying to see what's going on. And Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, there's yeah. So really, what you need to know about about um, Lancel. So it, it, in the first book, right, he is he is actually sort of a royal um, squire to King Robert Baratheon. Uh, he has another cousin, uh, Tyric Lannister, who is there as well. And you know, Cersei insisted that he that he join um, this royal kind of court, right, when she marries um, Robert Baratheon. Now, the other thing is that he he does closely resemble. Um, his cousin Sir Jamie Lannister, so he's just he's much younger, right? Um, he's got this wispy little mustache, sandy hair. I mean, you know, there's 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 differences, but the overall like facial features and stuff and his build, um, he's put together a lot like Sir Jamie Lannister. So that's that's pretty awesome, and he admires him too. I think he strives to be like him, and I don't know that he would have ever. I think this is all Cersei's doing, man. I think she's the one who needs a a placeholder while Jamie is gone and is trying to, you know, I it's it's just you, I kind of think about like what would Lancel have been or turned into had he not have been mixed in in this Game of Thrones and these plots and you know the moving of pieces with Cersei and and Tyrion and then later when Tywin shows up and Kevin, it gets real serious and. I think he just kind of has enough. He 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 has enough of it. He can't quite live up to um, Jamie Lannister, but yeah, he's he's stuck. He's stuck, and so I think that's also why. Well, and a lot of other crazy stuff happens, but that's why he turns to the faith and and really goes off the deep end. Or maybe he's doing the right thing, right? Maybe I mean, that's, it's a part of it. Yeah, I'm kind of rewatching the scene right. I'm, I have I have the scene pulled up here because I was kind of remember exactly how it happened. Because I remember he's like laying on the ground. So, it's the Cersei has the little her little birds, right? The little the little kids, much like Varys does. Well, and I think they're also part of Kyburn's birds as well, right? You know, like the little kids. Um, they ju- they just killed Mate Grant uh, Pycelle, mm-hmm. um, which is different than in the books. 
uh, they just so they just, they they just killed they just killed Pycelle. They stabbed him, um, and now the Lancel is down, and he follows this kid right, uh, and he's and he's going down under the Sept of Baylor, and he was stabbed, and he's so he's he's trying to I think see what's going on here, um, and so he ends up he ends up seeing he's like crawling around, and he starts to see oh there's a bunch of wildfire and stuff like that, and then. He sees, I think, these candles, and he's like crawling towards them, and can't put it out in time. Yeah, yeah, I can't man. It's, bad. <laughs> it's real bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 crazy. I so so he, his nature in these first two books, though, is one who is striving to be like a great commander, um, and, and he wants to be. Um, yeah, he wants to be like Jamie Lannister. He, he maybe even wants to be a part of the King's Guard um, or or something, right? He wants to be be a big deal. And at the end of this, you'll you'll kind of see the power he's pushing for and the position that he wants and the consequences associated with 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 those actions and stuff. So it's, but yeah, the show, man, it, it it's it's um it's, it's it's definitely crazy. And we can talk more later about about what happens in the book. Um, with his with his uh, with his arc, it's it's one of the it, it actually kind of reminds me of um, Theon a little bit, just in the way he starts off kind of as as uh, someone who even though it's obviously very different, but you know how like Theon has in the show this comeback to to yes. where like we hate Theon first we accept him and then we we start to like we we really don't like him that much and then all of a sudden he gets tortured by Ramsay and we're like this is awful right and then we start to slowly see him come back and reclaim his name i, I in a similar way Lancel kind of goes through that in the book a little bit um depending on how you view the faith and how you you know view the lannisters um so so yeah i, I think it's you know in- interesting but yeah yeah yeah, he's definitely. I don't know. Is there anybody out there who this is your favorite character? Right. I doubt I mean, that, it. I highly, <laughs> I highly doubt it. Yeah. I, I, to yeah. me, to me, I guess I, I think more. Well, I think more of him when I think of Lancel. I think of him more as like the whiny, you know, that whiny kind of kid than I think of than I think of him like with the faith. Uh, and so that's just because he, it's kind of like Theon, where they they really more like two to three different characters, like because their arc is so different, you know, like. They they go through such different transformations, right? I mean, like like Jamie is kind of like okay, he starts out, especially in the books, you don't really hear a lot about him, right? I mean, he's you don't you don't have nearly the amount of dialogue you do with Jamie uh, as you do in the show. Like in the show, he's he's a character. I mean, we're, he you know it's it's different. We get he, he's far more in your face um, than he is in the books. In the books, you're like you know you just kind of hear about him, and so. Yeah. Um, but Jamie's arc, you know, kind of, you know, it's like a roller coaster. It has its ups and its downs, but it's not nearly as drastic as like, like Lancel's. It's like, I mean, it's like falling off a cliff. I mean, it's it's that drastic oh, yeah. Yeah, of, a, yeah. of, a, of a change. Same kind of with Theon, where I think, oh, well, they're really, yeah, it's you know, abrupt, and you're like, oh, sh- we're in so, a completely it's different. So, it's so drastically different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that, I get, yeah, that was the kind of parallel I'm trying to make is that there's that major, major change. Um, yeah. To the point where, I mean, it, it actually would be interesting to speculate. I haven't really thought about this much. I just thought of where he ends up in a dance with dragons. Like, where where is he going, moving mo- moving forward? I, I I don't remember reading anything about him in a wins chapter, uh, and I get I haven't read all of those either. But uh, yeah, I'd have to go back and really look at. I mean, he's exactly consi- he- yeah, Kevin Lannister. Um, before he dies, right? Mm-hmm. He's considered considers naming his son Lancel to the King's Guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because again, you know, Tommen's like the the relationship with the faith there. They're trying to bridge this and trying to make uh, to to kind of keep the peace here. They understand that King's Landing is getting a little out of, out of control, and Cersei's done her Walk of Atonement. But and he's there. I mean, he's there. It, he, you know, he accuses some, uh, Cersei of some pretty crazy stuff. So yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, with that, let's move on over to the reread. Last time we were in Brand Four. Uh, it's where Bran is with Mira and Jojen in the Godswood, um, talking about some of the dreams and the differences of the dreams, right? The wolf dreams and the crow dreams. And then Bran asks Maester Lewin about Jojen's green sight and is told no man has the green sight. Last time we were with Tyrion. Tyrion was delivering the news to Cersei that Stannis and Renly are confronting each other. Uh, and then... 
you know, Tyrion uh, oh. may slip a thing or two into Cersei's, yeah. <laughs> into, into, right? And in into Cersei's drink, yeah, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know. So we had some, they had some of that going on, and he was meeting with, um, you know, he was with, he met with Cleos Frey, uh, and then he's takes Grandmaster Pycelle into custody. So mm-hmm. this time, uh, this week, we are talking about Tyrion Seven. It is late at night when Tyrion is disturbed by the arrival of Lancel with demands from Cersei that Pycelle be released and Sir uh, Jocelyn Bywater be arrested for defying a command in the king's name. Lancel is arrogant until Tyrion reveals he knows his part in King Robert's death. And Lancel has been having sex with the queen. Uh, Tyrion threatens to tell Joffrey and thus convinces Lancel to agree to be Tyrion's spy. Afterwards, Tyrion travels a, you know, a kind of secret route, right, to be with Shay. So, all right, Ez, uh, let's jump into it here. The, uh, the rushes were scratchy under the soles of his bare feet. My cousin chooses a queer hour to come visiting, Tyrion told a sleep-befuddled Podrick Payne, who doubtlessly expected to be um, well-roasted uh, for waking him. Send him to my solar and tell him I'll be down shortly. It was well past midnight, he judged from the black outside the windows. Does Lancel think he does Lancel think to find me drowsy and slow of wit at this hour, he wondered. No, Lancel scarce thinks at all. This is Cersei's doing. His sister would be disappointed, even a bed. He worked well into the morning, reading by the flickering light of a candle, scrutinizing the reports of Varys's whispers, and poring over Littlefinger's books of accounts until the columns blurred and his eyes ached. So then we have Lancel, uh, you know, kind of come in. Your visits are too few. What do I owe to this undeserved pleasure? Her Grace the Queen Regent has sent me to command you to release Grand Maester Pycelle. Sir Lancel showed Tyrion a crimson ribbon bearing Cersei's lion seal impressed in a golden wax. Here is her warrant. So it is, Tyrion waved it away, I hope my sister is not overtaxing her strength so soon after her illness. (laughs) It would be a great pity if she were to suffer a relapse. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, then they he, they kind of go on just a little bit uh, back and forth about that. But you know, I mean, Tyrion's like, you know, it's it's all part of the Games of Thrones, right? It's all part of yeah. the Game of Thrones. He has to, um, her Cersei sending Lancel is also kind of just a slap in the face to Tyrion that Tyrion would have to deal with somebody who he would imagine to be like this idiotic. Well, yeah, right, right, yeah, and it's it is again. You, I also kind of wonder. Well, yeah. So he's he's hoping uh, Tyrion was obviously hoping to get a little bit more time out of the air quote poisoning or the sickness that he gave to, to Cersei. Um, but uh, and then she's hoping to catch him off guard here, right, by sending somebody late at night where maybe he's tired and stuff. It does show you that she doesn't really know uh, Tyrion very well because it doesn't work, right? He's it, it's right. Um, he does stay up late. This is often what he does is that he. He reads, uh, he looks over Varys' notes. Like, he is very, very much um, doing what he's supposed to do. You know, I, I guess, like, he's not, uh, he's reading all of the reports and not letting somebody else just give him the report, if that makes sense. A lot of times when you're in that leadership position, you have other people who do all of the readings and then, hey, give me a quick summary. What are the details out of that that I actually need to know? No. Tyrion's in all of those documents, really pulling out the details, understanding it inside and out, looking for any. Um. Yeah. Well, you know, treachery, gaming, whatever it might be, positioning from from other individuals, and and Cer- Cersei doesn't know that, and it does just sort of show you the difference. What she's doing is she's hooking up with Lancel, right? Uh, now Tyrion, all right. Now he he does his own. He he gets his own, all right. But he is most of his time though. He has Shay put away from him, right? Uh, he's working and looking over stuff, and so you're not able to catch. Tyrion off guard late at night by sending someone in here. That that it's not gonna work, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and <clears throat> yeah, I, I, and I, yeah, I think, I think part of it too, right? I do, I do think, I just think the idea of her, like, the, does she send Lancel to annoy Tyrion, or does she send Lancel because he's really in her employ? Because I mean, she could send any anybody, but I think yeah. she sends Lancel knowing that it will like annoy. Tyrion. Yeah, I'd say it's, I'd say it's probably both, actually, right? I mean, it's it's like, yeah, this is um, it's annoying. We're trying to catch him off guard. It's late. Um, 
we're going to send him. She's not coming herself. That's definitely not going to happen, right? Yeah, but she's she's going to send Lancel. Um, we also then it's it's another person who, you know, calls Tyrion imp, calls him that, yeah. and 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 uh, that your normal typical messenger might not do that right 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 away. Uh, but if you're a Lannister and you've been in that family, I think you think that you, like you're 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 on a level, right? You have some sort of protection. You're also close to the queen. And you bear the name Lannister, so just like the rest of the Lannisters, you can kind of um, demean Tyrion in that way, and and I think that's also why Cersei, you know, chooses Lancel makes makes some sense yeah. there. But yeah, man, it's um, yeah, unfortunately, Sir he is chosen. Lancel. Yeah, Lancer. that's right. Let's let's make sure. Yes, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I just have I have I just I'm on that page here. So, um, you know, so this is where she's he's saying that. You know, sir, the queen wants you to, the queen wants you to release him, right? And he's they're kind of going back, back and forth about well, her grace versus the hand. Um, you know, he says the hand serves. Uh, the young knight informally uh, informed him airily. The regent rules until the king is of age. Perhaps you ought to write that down so I'll remember it better, right? Um, he says. Uh, so Tyrion says, which means. Uh, let me see here. He says, yes, her grace bids uh, me inform you that Sir Jacelyn uh, Bywater defied a command issued in the king's own name, which means that Cersei has already ordered Bywater to release Pycelle and been rebuffed, I see. Uh, she insists that, a ma- that the man be removed from his office and placed under arrest for treason, I warn you. Uh, he says, he's, as Tyrion sets his wine cup aside, he says, I'll hear no warnings from you, boy. Sir, Lancel said stiffly, and he, as he touches his sword, you know, perhaps to remind Tyrion that he wore one, which is like absurd, right? It's just absurd. Like, like yeah. So, yeah. here's Lancel trying to act all big and tough. Right, right. I, I think actually what's important there is um is that is that Jason Bywater is actually Tyrion's man, you know, in that like he can trust him. He he. So the Queen tried to get Pycelle released said hey i'm just gonna bypass Tyrion going down here that guy said no no and so you know that's a a slight just a little you can sort of see um Tyrion has been about his business he's been working he's been uh setting things up and he's got people who you know are are his people right i mean at one point it was talked about that tywin would come in and he would have just taken the whole you know small council and said you're replaced with my loyal you know with these individuals um it's even hinted that he would just take their heads, which is extreme. I don't think he would. But uh, Tyrion is trying to keep everyone in place, let them do their their duty. And if I need to, you know, Slint, he's out, right? We got rid of him, and then we're going to replace him with somebody else. Uh, and the people that we are replacing are Tyrion's people. And and there you see that Cersei is kind of um, met. She's met a wall, so now she has to approach him, uh, either herself or she's going to send Lancel. And yeah. it was a bad idea to send him because it is a bad idea. He gets, he, I mean, essentially, uh, Tyrion turns him and says, yeah. "You're going to do what I say. Like you're, you're yeah. not listening to the right people in this house, and you don't know what you're what, what what you're up against here. I know what you've done, right? So, right, yeah. So right here, though, he, he I do want to point out. He says, "Have a care how you speak to me, imp." Right? You know, just as you said, because he is he is somebody that will that will say uh, say mm-hmm. that to him, right? Uh, he says, doubtless he meant to sound threatening, but that absurd wisp of a mustache ruined the effect, right? So Tyrion's, yeah. <laughs> you know, just thinking, what a, you know, what an idiot. This guy is, is what Tyrion's thinking. He says, oh, unhand your sword. One cry from me and Shaga will burst in and kill you with an axe, not a wineskin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, well, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a knight. He says, so I've noted, right? <laughs> he says, uh-huh. so tell me, did Cersei have united before or after she took you into her bed? Dang. Like, well, checkmate right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then this is real interesting. The flicker and Lancel's green eyes. So if you want to take that, because that's what he's, that's the last thing he sees. Okay. Go watch Game of Thrones. I just pulled up the clip. The last thing we see is literally a flicker of light in Lancel's eyes before the Septim Baylor blows Dang, up. Dang, dude. Not about... saying not saying that that's the level to Gurr's writing, but... No, yeah. hold on a second, though. No, is it? I mean, like, <laughs> it might be. Holy cow, dude. And it's wow. green eyes, green flame. So I'm just saying it's kind of, it's kind of it's interesting. Flicker. So yeah. Yeah. He says, huh. with all the admission Tyrion needed, uh, Severus told it true. Uh, 
well, no one can ever claim that my sister does not love her family. Mm. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So. So yeah, well, they several nods there that you know the the wine skin right understanding um, what happened with with he shows that, hey I, I have insight on uh, what you did with King Robert. I also have recognized that after that took place, all of a sudden you are now knighted, right? You've, t- you've gotten your knighthood. Um, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm noting that you are sleeping with my sister. Bang. There it is. Like done. Uh, those are some pretty big offenses, right? Like, like if, if Tyrion wanted to, so, so look at what he imprisoned Pycelle for. Like, Clearly, Sir Matt, there's grounds right there. If Tyrion believes this, I mean, Pycelle was denying it, right? He denied any, like, like when he was, when he's accused of poisoning um, earlier, Tyrion just, nope, gone, done. Cuts his beard, there it is. Um, but then he, he sees an advantage here where he's going to take advantage of, of Lancel, use him, turn him, a, you know, to, to be his agent, if you will, uh, and, and work for him in, in a way. But there's a lot there that you could basically say, nope, take him down to the cells, right? He could. He absolutely could. Yeah, he could. And that's what, yeah. and that's, that's, what, that's what he goes on here. He says, uh, you know, Lancel says, you will withdraw these filthy accusations or, Tyrion, please, have you given any thought to what Joffrey will do when I tell him you murdered his father to bed his mother? Yeah. yeah and then Lancel just spills it all, right? Uh, it was not like right. that. Uh, right, yeah. You know, the queen, uh, the queen no, gave, no. Me wa- gave me wine, your own father, Lord Tywin, when I was named the king's squire he told me to obey her and everything did he tell you to her too mm-hmm. okay yeah i don't think so no uh, he says you know look at him he's not so not quite so tall his features not so fine his fair uh in sand and sand instead of spun gold yet still even a poor copy of jamie uh is sweeter than an empty bed i suppose right so that's why you know yeah trying to get the next best thing i suppose um he says, you know, I only did as I was bid, right? Uh, and Tyrion hated every bit of it, did you? Right? Like, you know, I'm sure that's what you'd have yeah, to yeah, right, believe, right. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A high place at court, knighthood, my sister's legs opening for you at night. Oh, yes. It must have been terrible for you. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it is weird. It, 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 it is a little weird. I think once I'm going to be... You mean you mean you mean somebody hooking up with their with their net with their I guess well I mean come on it's Game of Thrones yeah, nothing's weird is, I mean yeah. <laughs> where where it's all normal uh, no it's like for him though this is a this is an opportunity it just it just sucks it, it's it's like I don't think this is how Sir Kevin wants him to gain his knighthood right I don't think it's how he wanted <laughs> to gain it yeah right yeah. it does it, it you know if you admire Sir Sir Jamie Lannister like he gets it the right way. Regardless of what you think about him, everyone who like admires him and and, and well, right. and a lot of people want to throw shade his way, but he is one of those individuals who, with Sir Barristan Selmy, um, one of those last individuals who was who were, who were around great members when the Kingsguard was great, and even though it, the only bad mark Jamie has against him really is that he killed his king. And and he yep. killed his king for the realm, friends. Let me re- let me remind people what he what he what he did there. I know we're talking about Lancel, but this is a guy who wants to be like that, and it's unfortunate that the image that's painted of Jamie Lannister is what we see here now. But think about like you know during the the reign of the you know just in those last couple of years there with the Mad King, like how how awesome that that is. Like he's such an epic guy. No one's better. I mean, Jamie Lannister is a boss, absolute boss. And to see Lancel doing this is, I, if I'm thinking from the perspective of uh, Kevin, Kevin Lannister, right? Like you're you're trying to gain yeah. your knighthood, and this is, and you're just you're getting caught up in all of this, and it's and it's freaking Cersei, man. It is just. Well, I mean, um, what's he? I mean, what's he? I mean, what's he supposed to do? That's what that's no right. What what, I mean, what what is he supposed to do? I mean, it it is sort of a, um, perfect storm kind of thing. Right. Where, yeah, okay, I'm supposed to do everything that they say. There's some pressure here. Okay, there are a lot of benefits to it. So he's just impressionable. And it's, it, you know, it, that's why I say, like, if, if we don't have, if Jamie's not captured, right, and he's there, he goes on. He was a squire. Maybe he's picked up by somebody else and really gets right. some actual um, experience. Train. Yeah, some yeah. training. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a joke position to be 
I mean, it's not. It's not supposed to be. Like, you squire for the king, that was a big deal, right? If you're a squire for even the prince, like Rhaegar and stuff, and that was that was, that was was a huge deal. But for Robert Baratheon, it's, it's kind of just turned into... It's a joke. It's the guy who's pouring your yeah. wine. And so... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Tyrion, uh, he, he basically, he just says, like, you know, hey, I'll... All right, well, the, the, you know, the king's going to want to hear this. And, and then he kind of is like, you know... Uh, he falls on his knees. He's like, I, you know, I beg you, don't, you know, don't do anything. And basically, this is when Tyrion says, "Okay, well, that's fine then." Yeah, it's fine. I, I can, I can think of some things we can, we can, we can do. And if you, if you're, you're willing to do anything, and so yeah. says, obey her in every way, right? You know, mm-hmm. yeah, stay close to her side, uh, keep her trust, pleasure her oft- as often as she requires it. Uh, no one ever needs to know, so long as you keep faith with me. I want to know what Cersei is doing, where she goes, who she sees what they talk of, what plans she is hatching, and you will be the one to tell me. Um, so he said, you know, he tells them to rise, uh, you know, drink to our understanding, I promise, and there are no uh, no boars in the castle that I know of. So he kind of drinks, um, and that's really kind of, well, that's, that's really kind of, the, kind of the end of that. And he's like, oh, yeah, and I'll give her Picel too. That's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, and, and then even talking about... Um, you know the guard oh, that tell, refused yeah. him. Yeah, he's like, he's, yeah, just yeah. you know, you got this. You can win. Like, I mean, that's also got to be. Does Does Cersei really have this much faith in Lancel? Like, when he comes back to her, right? You've got to be raising an eyebrow, thinking that was that easy. He seems Stuart? different, or uh, it seems we, yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I don't, I don't see Lancel Lannister as having a good poker face either. Well, yeah, no, and it, well, and even if he does, it's just sort of like the fact that you think that. You got to know something's up. Like Cersei's got to be thinking, okay, that did not go. I got everything I wanted. You know, I got everything. I, I, then, I'd also know. say, I also say, if you're Lancel, you know, this is kind of how dumb he is. I mean, if I, if I'm Lancel Lannister, I would go back to Cersei and tell him or tell her everything that happened in that meeting because who's Joffrey more likely to believe? Do you think? Do you think if Tyrion went to if Tyrion went to um, no, yeah, if Tyrion goes to Joffrey and says, "Hey, Lancel's sleeping with your mother," do you think he's going to believe him? Especially if Cersei mm-hmm. says, "What a lie!" No, I mean that'd be the end of it. No, they've always dissed on Tyrion. Tyrion. I know Tyrion's, I, yeah. Tyrion's smart enough to know that Lancel is dumb enough not to go mm-hmm. back to Cersei and, yeah, yeah. and explain it all to her. So I mean, that's you know yeah. something else you got. The other crazy thing is I got I have to imagine in that situation that they're thinking in the back of their mind Tywin is out there and there could there will be a day where Tywin shows up here and he's going to see through everyone's plots Everything. and schemes and and it's not going to ma- Joffrey's nothing. Joffrey is nothing, and then I love the show. The show does such a good job of of showing Tywin putting Joffrey in his place. You know oh, what I mean? God, it's so good. Yeah, it's it's good. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much how that how that portion of it of it wraps up. And he's going to send it back. He, he, then, he, he then he yeah. then he then just kind of tells her, you know, uh, it would be obviously pretty stupid, right, if Cersei were to somehow become pregnant. So yeah. just be care- yes. be careful there too. Right, that'd be bad. Yeah, and there's the the quick reference to Jamie. Um, you know, it's it's it really, really. If this is found out, it's it's whether or not Cersei is going to kill you to keep Jamie from finding out, or if Jamie's going to come back and just, you know, cut you down out of jealous rage. Right. You know, once this is all out in the open. Um, so Lancel's not in a good spot here at all. No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So so after so after that, right? He 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 kind of goes outside. He he sees Pod. He says, you know, summon Braun, right? Because he he wants he wants he wants Braun to come so they can kind of move on to to the next kind of part of the of of the chapter. Um, you know, which is uh, uh going to see Shay. Yeah. 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 It's really like he he talks about um, the men who are around him. He talks about the men who were also hand before. And how they were tricked and how they've died, right? And he doesn't want to be the third in a row. Like, this is pretty pretty messed up. So he's thinking about John Aaron. He's thinking about Eddard Stark. And he's, you know, he's, he's kind of thinking about Cersei and the role that maybe she played in all of that. So he's, he's on guard uh, for sure. So, but yeah, he goes to the brothel, right? And Shataya greeted them pleasantly, escorted them to the common room. Bronn went upstairs with the dark-eyed girl from Dorne. But yeah. Alayaya was busy entertaining. So here we are. You know, this is just him kind of going in and um, making his ways. Get this real 
intricate, secret way in which he is going to enter to to see Shay. He wants to keep her safe and away from everyone else. He doesn't want her to be used against him. And he's really confided in in Varys, right? They've become friends here. This is mm-hmm. the, and this is a this is Tyrion being vulnerable and um, choosing Varys to be someone who helped him set this up. And he knows there's potential there for this to be used against him, right? I mean, this that's it's kind of a big deal. So I think that's where their friendship really, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, they, they, yeah. they admire yeah. each other, but. Yeah. yeah, there's one. There's one line I want. I kind of want to. I want to pull out of here because it's one of those ones. I use Kindle, and so anytime I see this, I where it's like, oh, this has this line has three thousand highlights, right? And so that's it's something that is constantly being highlighted. So Kindle kind of knows it. So uh, it's just talking about. It says, um, uh, the wine was poor stuff compared to the vintages from the arbor and the house normally served. Now I will say there is a reference to the arbor. At some point, I need to really dive in and do the whole arbor gold. Mm-hmm. There's like a big long thing about like with sapphires and arbor gold. There's all this stuff where it's like anytime arbor gold is ma- mentioned, it's always about deception or something like that. And so, I do want to kind of uh, do that at some point, just for those people that are keeping track of that theory out there. But um, just continuing on, uh, you must forgive us, my lord. Shataya says I cannot find uh, good wine at any price uh, at any price of late. You are not alone in that. I fear. Shataya uh, commiserated with him a moment then excused herself and um glided off a handsome woman Tyrion reflected as he watched her go he had seldom seen such elegance and dignity in a whore though to be sure she saw herself at more as kind of a priestess perhaps that is the secret it's not what we do so much as why we do it somehow that thought comforted him and it's just such a good Tyrion line right Perhaps that is the secret. It's not what we do so much as why um, we do it. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's, there's that book, right, where it's nothing but Tyrion quotes. And I'm sure that that line is in there. Uh, Tyrion is, he, he does always have these really kind of just poetic, like good lines, you know, you know, I drink and I know things. And, you know, all of these, all of these kind of lines that are just in, in Tyrion chapters. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like, when you compare people in similar roles or, or positions, you're in the Kingsguard, but why are you there? Or you're a red priest or priestess, but why are you a part of that priesthood? Um, you know, you're in a whorehouse, right? But you're more like a priestess. So why are you there? And it's more about why we're doing what we're doing. That's cool. That's cool, actually. That's that's yeah. Tyrion. I mean, that, that shows us that is one of those reasons why we love him so much. And we think he's about these things for the right reason, you know, despite all of the people who have called him names and who have treated him poorly and all that kind of stuff, Tyrion still seems to be a good guy, and and, and it, he doesn't let that get him down. He still works for the better good of the realm and for people, and even the same people who would mock him as he went down, uh, you know, as, as he walked through or was carried through King's Landing. It's it's uh, it's what makes us like him so much, really. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. That's good. So. That's a good one. Okay, um, so really after that is is when they uh, the, an, another whore comes in. She tries to kind of start hooking up with Tyrion. <laughs> Tyrion kind of, yeah, he does, and he he pushes her off, right? Um, he does, he does. We he, Taisha is brought up though. Uh, Taisha is mm-hmm. brought up in in, in this chapter. Um, he says, yeah. um, he says, uh, as he left the the stable on his um, piebald. Uh, g- Gleading, uh, Tyrion heard the sound of music drifting over the rooftops. Uh, it was pleasant to think of that men still sang, even in the midst of butchery and famine. Remembered notes filled his head, and for a moment he could almost hear Taisha as she'd sung to him half a lifetime ago. He um, grinded up to listen. The tune was wrong, and the words too faint to hear. A different song then. Um, his sweet, innocent Taisha had been a lie start to finish only a whore his brother Jamie had hired to make him a man I'm free of Taisha now he thought she's haunted me my, me half my life but I don't need her anymore no more than I need Aliaya or Dancy or Mari or the hundreds like them I've bedded with over the years I have Shay now Shay Gosh, God, like, damn, man, man dude, <laughs> you are still. He's I mean, like, he's like in love, man. He loves, he loves Shay. He is in love with Shay. It's just wild. It is wild. I mean, so like, hard. Ah, uh, so hard. It's kind of like when you see like a buddy who you know is like, the, 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 this girl is not. She's not into you, man. She's she, like, you've got to, you know, I don't know. Guy, girl right. doesn't matter. You see a friend. 
who is right. seemingly in love with someone, and it's like, man, you, but you, you know, you just know they're, you just know they're all kinds of wrong for that person. Yeah, all kinds of wrong, or there's some or other motivation. Advantage. Yeah, and it's just like, although it's very hard to tell with Shay, you wouldn't know that, and that's that's the thing, right? You never let that person know that that's what it's about, and that's why you're why you're there. And it's also Shay is really just such a crazy mystery. Uh, to me still she is which is crazy she is. She it is. is it it is because you would imagine that we would know all the details of shay and we don't yeah. no yeah that, right. that honestly should serve as some kind of a thing because with tywin being gone right even where we're at and within yeah. dance of dragons that i think should on, almost always be an indicator unless we're gonna find out something later Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll ever know how she showed up in that camp. Was she hired from Tywin from no. the start? Right. Was it all a big ruse? Was it? And I don't think we're ever going to find out. No, we're never going to know. I, I that is that that is the thing. I, I think um, one thing that the show has taught me, season eight, even though again poor execution, despite all that kind right, of stuff, whatever, deal, yeah. is that there are storylines, there are threads that are going to they're going to end, but we're not going to have any idea all of the dynamics behind them or, or what happened we're going to be guessing clear up until the end i mean i'm going to be guessing about like why was shay and it, and it very it, you know what george does is it's as simple it's as simple as this is what she does and this is who she is and she wanted to 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 get closer and to live this life maybe she thought you know it's like like what what was her end goal here what is the actual end goal for Shay? So, and I don't think we're going to find it out. And that's that's just a part of how he writes, and that's a, that's something that we're going to be. Uh, it's not really bittersweet. It's just something that's just like ah, it's just over. Thread done. You know, no 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 yeah. conclusion. So, yeah. Well, really, I mean, that's that's almost kind of the end of the chapter. I mean, because he just ends up uh, he ends ends up ends up going. He meets up with Shay, and then he's just you know talking about bouncing a wow really why he's. Why he's so much, you know, in in love with her, man. You know, I mean, yeah. No, that that's pretty uh, much it. No, yeah. This is no, this is no dream. It is real. All of it. He thought the wars, the intrigues, the great bloody game, and me in the center of it. Me, the dwarf, the monster, the one they scorned and laughed at. But now, I'll hold it all. The power of the the power, the city, the girl. This is all I was made for. And God's forgive me, but I do love it and her and her. God's forgive me. Yeah. Ah, Tyrion. Yeah. You know what's funny is that, so obviously we skipped uh, two two paragraphs there at the end, and we were talking in the Zoom chat about that. I think you brought up to to some of our bannermen sort of like, um, remember when, like, like because like, we, we were talking about this chapter and how just, like, this chapter reminds me when you get to the end of it, it's like a romance novel. I mean, it's just like, you, you feel like you pull one of those books off the shelf, and remember we used to do that? We used to go to Walmart, we'd pull off a romance novel and start reading it It was so loud. funny. Yeah, when we were in high school, when we were in high school, as and I would go, to, we thought it was funny. I mean, you know, us and our friends. Yeah. We'd go to, we'd go to the book section, because we were like small town, you know, Ohio. Uh, we just pull out, cause go to the romance section, just pull out a book, and just be like, he slowly caresses her as he, you know, like, just like, oh, just, things, so people, people are walking detail. by, and they're just yeah. like, what? What uh, is, <laughs> hey, man, I'm just checking this book out here, I'm trying to see if it's a good book yeah. or not, right? You know, just, <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, uh, people were in the in the Zoom chat were like, man, you guys just, nav- you just, you know, I think someone said we gracefully navigate it. I'm like, you mean we avoid it? Like we just kind of like skip right on past. It's a great right. read. It's awesome. I, I love it. And you do see that Tyrion is just, God, he's a man. He's a man in love. And it's, it's. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. So I don't know. Will he? Yeah. Well, we can save. I, 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 lo- I would love to eventually go into a Tyrion Winds of Winter kind of some thoughts with you later. I think we'll. We'll save that because I have a lot about like his his arc and what he learns here, right? Taisha, mm-hmm. and then now you've got Shay. It's like, is he ever going to learn? D- does he ever learn? Is is does he? You know, so yeah, yeah. all that. But. Okay, well, um, as I, I know, we're we're uh, I think we're we're going to be doing that that our Ravens Nest here soon because we have gotten a lot of Ravens. And yeah, we're one ready of the to ones go. I, one of the ones I know that we're going to talk about, and I just want to pull it up here. We talked about this in our on our Patreon episode. So we don't really have to go over it again, but just some food for thought here, okay? Mm-hmm. Lady Sarah sent us a theory that I have, one, never seen anyone on Reddit or anywhere ever talk about. Um, it is almost so in your face that when I read this and then I looked up like two small details, as and I were literally stopped what we were doing. We were working on another project. Um, she called the Matt Nez show, by the way. You guys can go check that out. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 
It's our comedy podcast. And uh, <laughs> just get that in there. Real that quick. In there yeah. I, I, I got to plug it in there. But anyway, we were literally like mid workflow and we we're like, hold on a second. I was like, as stop, stop everything. We got it. We got to look into this. So I just, I just going to, I just going to kind of read it. Just yeah. Briefly talk about it. But we did a big, huge kind of breakdown on our, on our Patreon episode. So you guys can get, definitely go check it out there. She says, hello, good sirs. I keep getting this nagging feeling that there's a lot of Dornish folk that ended up somewhere north. Let's chit chat about Lewin Martell and Maester Lewin, shall we? Maester Lewin shows up in Winterfell to take over for the shader Maester Wallace, who died in or around 283 AC. Um, Lewin Martell dies on the Trident in 283. Does George understand the black holes that we end up in? <laughs> For the seven sakes, John Aram himself brought Lewin's bones back to Sunspear in the same fashion as Ned did for Sir Arthur Dane, who we know is, you know, could be Corn Halfhand, right? Mm -hmm. So there you go. That just adds to one other person who's up there in this grand, almost northern Jon Snow identity crisis conspiracy. Right, you'd have Ned Stark, you'd have possibly the Rhaegar as Mance Raider theory, Corn Halfhand as Arthur Dane, Oswald or Gerald Hightower as uh, Tormund Giantsbane, and then Lewin Martell as Maester Lewin. It's just it's 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 the crazy thing for me, right? With this whole thing was the dates, as we were like, hold mm -hmm. on a second. So yeah. Maester Lewin shows up in two eighty three, right now. In the books, I was looking, and I don't think there's really anything described kind of about his appearance, except that he's old, right? Like, he has, he has kind of white hair. He is an old... Uh, Lewin Martell is Dornish, right? Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he is going to have, like, kind of a darker skin complexion. Um, and, of course, once you get a little bit older, you've been living in the north, right? You're, it's not... You're not... You know, you're not... It's not as... You're not going to be as tan, right? I mean, yeah. so you're a lot older it's just it's 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 just it's just really interesting man it's a it's a yeah. it's a totally interesting theory to kind of dive in and i can't find anything else about it and the fact that both their names are literally lewin i mean oh my come on yeah lewin like. yeah yeah Ma Ma maester lewin showing up in 283 and then the like yeah um lewin martell dying uh same the, time right right yeah uh but it, it that that is wild i would love for people to if if Take that thought and look at those dates, uh, Maester Lewin, Lewin Martell. Look at the comparison and 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 see what you think. Um, we were even talking in the Zoom chat just a little bit, not to spoil this entirely, uh, but I think Sir Ryan brought up that it was um, a Corbray who, I think it was Sir Lynn, uh, right, who who ends up slaying uh, yeah. Lewin Martell, but that was a loyal Targaryen guy who was turned by John Aaron. Yeah, and so if you have a loyalist who's facing down a member of the king's guard right? right and and uh perhaps there is sort of i i, I threw it up to sort of a a when um narcissa in i think that's her name in harry potter goes over and is harry potter dead yeah 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 he's dead right but no really he wasn't so is did some of that go on maybe because i was trying to figure out how to like kind of make that work i was also really intoxicated during right. that conversation but well yeah. you know you know you know you know something else that's interesting is that uh, Maester Lewin has a Valyrian steel chain, which not a lot of other Maesters have. Mm -hmm. Well, it's because not a lot of people have access to Valyrian steel, but who would? Oh, perhaps somebody of one of the great houses who is also a member of the Kingsguard. L uh, Lewin Martell also is known to have a paramour, which is interesting, and all the other Kingsguard know about it. It's like, yeah. yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, that was interesting to me. I kind of forgot about that. I was like, really? Yeah. That was okay? And is it so? It so it's just, yeah. It, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so the Kingsguard, and I'm, I'm putting something in the doc too here I want, I want to kind of talk to you about as well, so I'll have you kind of look at this. This came up on our Facebook group, and I think it's fascinating. Um, but uh, the Kingsguard, right? We often talk about them being this, the Kingsguard of old, and there's some great members in there or whatever, but they are also the Kingsguard that I think let the king down the most. I mean, not just with Jamie Lannister, but Barristan Selmy talks about what happened at the tourney at Harrenhal and that the, it seemingly like the, the Kingsguard was divided and they were allowing things to go on in their order that were not correct. And I think Sir Barristan may talk about that at some point. Like, although they are much nobler and they, they, they were great, we see these cracks 
in their armor or in their image that are really kind of fascinating. And that's one I always miss. Uh, you know, like Luan Martel, I don't think about him very often. And so it was, it was kind of neat to, to do a dive and dive down there and, and think about that. So, uh, so yeah. Now, I do. Uh, th- I think we got a bit of time here. So I, I, want, I want to read this, actually. This is um, a right comment. Ahead, man. Yeah, this came up on, in our Facebook group. Um, Sir, Sir Patrick Forbes uh, sent us this, and I thought it was interesting. Um, I've not read it entirely. I, I was glancing over it just the other day, came back to it today, and so I thought I would look at it. This is kind of a follow-up to last week's episode where we talked about the winged wolf. Okay, so here, so here it is. Uh, Sir Patrick says, okay, I've been doing some thinking, uh, and I, I try to keep up with the podcast and keep up with most everything that goes on with Game of Thrones, books, etc. I have listened to some theories and discussions on a lot of the topics. Of course, some things I may have missed and or have not read or seen. And I'll just stop right there and say, we were talking in the Zoom chat, it is impossible to kind of keep to remember all of those things like some of these lines that like we are we are zeroing in on you know the the flicker like we said today like the the green flicker in Lancel's eyes right it, maybe it's nothing right the bells reference with Danny maybe that's nothing although I think it's something right but there's there's just too much there's so much detail it's such a huge series so Sir Patrick if you're even keeping track of half of it um you're doing better than I am so that that's this is great um as regards to the most recent podcast, this is episode 102, Brand uh, Brand 4, Sir Ezra states that the Reeds came to Winterfell to find the winged wolf. Now, most everyone here knows from the books, Bran has the three-eye, the three-eyed crow dreams, and so forth and so on. Um, but as I am listening to the discussion, both Matt and Ezra start the discussion. Um, of the misinterpretation of dreams. So we were talking about how uh, it, it, I even went as far as to say even even visions. So Jojen, Melisandre, etc., right? They have these misinterpretations uh, on, on what they're seeing. And we even talked about Duncan Egg a little bit, right? So Matt, we were talking about uh, uh, Darren, right? Yes. Was that was his name? I think it was his name, yeah, that, mm-hmm. yeah, with Dunk. So this got me thinking that maybe it, uh, maybe it is... Uh, maybe that is what it's supposed to be. That Germ wrote, um, if to carry this arc where we find out later, it's all been wrong. So I think he's saying there, like, like I was kind of hinting at that what we see on the surface and the way the arc is headed, I was actually kind of saying that I think Jojen is not a reliable person. Like, that, that his interpretation of events and dreams might not be something that we need to just accept and just say, yep, he got Bran, that's the right guy. And I, Sir Patrick's on this, so I'm going to keep going here. Um, he says, all this maybe is in plain sight. So now for my rabbit hole. Okay, so as of this point in the books, we do not know what the ending looks like and or what happens you know, in the books, right? Winds of Winter, so on. We, right. we have no idea. But going off the show... We know how it ends and what some of the big revelations are. And this is pretty cool. I, 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 he's right. Like we, like there, there's potential for what we see in the show to actually be a reality in the books. Um, so what if it is simple and maybe it's Jon Snow, the winged wolf? I'm going to stop right there for a second just to summarize. He is a wolf, right, who is also... Mm-hmm you know, who, who also has wings. He is a, he, he is Stark and Targaryen. He also in the show is a wolf who is flying on a dragon. Right. Um, so I thought I was, I was kind of like, you know, yeah, right. So is, is John. So his big rabbit hole here is that Jon Snow maybe is the winged wolf that Jojen was looking for and by mistake finds Bran. Um, because if one of the things Gurm asked the writers of the show, uh, when they first met is if, is if they read the books and he asked who is John's parents, uh, which we know R plus L equals J, for them to do the show, then I would think it would be more important than the show did but more important than the show didn't make it. Okay, so basically that that's a bigger deal, right? That the, like right. It, it doesn't seem to be as big of a deal that R plus L equals J, but that seems to be in the writing that's that that it, that it's everything that's going to be. 
a, like a like a big a big big uh, factor here. Even though Bran is that first point of view that we read, um, and we learn a lot about you know him and, and his arc is very important. It, it all could be kind of a, a throw off here when you think of the Winged Wolf. Okay, um, for them to do the show, gotcha. Okay, that being said, both Matt and Ezra talk about John's warging, uh, possibly into Ghost and that sort of thing. So what if it is misinterpreted and John is the winged wolf? My reasoning is also the conversation that Jojen has with Bran, um, that when Jojen had the green dreams about the winged wolf, uh, he went to his father, Halland, and told him. Halland then sends them to Winterfell, maybe not telling them the promise that he was given by Ned, uh, but with the intent for them to find John. I have not read anywhere where Ned let the North know that John took the black. Um, in the chapter, Jojen says, Ravens cannot find Greywater. And I said, interesting that a three-eyed crow can find it, but that, you know, yeah. ravens, ravens can't ravens find can't. Right? So, Hallen only knows that Ned took John to Winterfell. So, so think about this, right? Hallen Reed maybe believes Jon Snow is there. Okay, he doesn't actually have any communication as to that that his son is going to take the black, right? You know, unless you send a writer or something like like who's keeping Halen Reed up to date on things. So Halen only knows that that Ned took John to Winterfell and has been there since Ned and Halen spoke last. So this is where John should be. Also in John's chapters, he has the same dreams that Bran has inside of Summer, but in Ghost. Now this may be me just overthinking. Um, but what the hell? <laughs> so this mm -hmm. could be a theory or a thread that may that that can be changed because I haven't read or or have I missed? Yeah, Kennedy says or have I have I missed or have I read uh, misread something? You guys let me know. And there's uh, there's a bunch of commenting uh, down below. But so the gist of that is that when Jojen is showing up looking for the winged wolf and lands on Bran because of his abilities, it may not be actually who he was looking for, and that who may is, not yeah. be you know right. And it makes yeah, a lot of sense that the winged wolf would be someone who has a, a dragon wings and is John. I don't know why I never. I'm, I actually well, think I've read right, this long John, ago, but it's great. Well, this is, it, John is also a crow. In that he is, yeah. he's in the, he's in, yeah, he's in the, yeah, yeah, he's in the Night's Watch. So that, yeah, yeah, and so, then he, he just he just he just gets there, and it happens to be Bran, and it happens to be Bran, and maybe he was, you know, he's he's sent, and again. So let me ask you this question. And then that, that goes that also goes into a difference between the idea of the difference of possibly a, the the like the winged wolf and three eyed crow slash raven, right? Yes, yes. And that's because Bran has his his first raven, you know, three eyed crow dream, um, well before Mira and them show up. Well, mm -hmm. like well before. He does. He does have that type of a dream, but John would be essentially a winged wolf from the get go. Yeah. Yes. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's a. That's but a really not, good. But yeah. it's not until they find the dire wolves that things start getting set in motion. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. So I. I just think it's. It's Which, pretty. You know. Still, there's a mystery. How did those wolves get get there? I know. We yeah, still don't know. Right. Know? We've, we've wondered. Yeah. For for a long time. Well. So, so to me, I, I just say, you know, I've always been, anytime I hear in Reddit or anywhere else, a YouTube, whatever, video, or, or other people in our group talking about Jojen and talking about the Three-Eyed Crow, and, and, and I know people, I, I go on and on and on about it, and I talk about Blood Raven and what's happening there, the last Green Seer, the difference between the two, um, I think Jojen is shocked at the end, and I think he is confused, because... We have not, we, we rarely see someone who has good, true interpretation of what they're seeing, right? I mean, they, they initially believe that, or they go to someone else for the interpretation. Like, so Jojen goes to his father, Halen Reed, who says, you need to go to Winterfell, but without much direction. Does he say to seek out who? He doesn't, doesn't really Bram say, Stark. right? Right, yeah. Right. Is, is it in the, and actually, remember we, when the chapter we're discussing, it's like Jojen gets there and he's got Rickon and Bran. He's got to figure out who's, who is it that I'm looking for? Who is displaying more of their abilities? Bran. Okay? And that's, yeah. that's who he latches onto. Had Jon have been there as well, you know, it's, it's just sort of like, 
so that that I just think it's I think it's fascinating actually I don't I don't really know yeah. if there's I don't really have any answers for it or anything but I just think we got to be careful about how we how much we believe these dreamers or these visionaries and and sort of their prophetic thoughts and just accepting them and saying yeah that must be it we found the winged wolf it's brand and we're moving forward you know it's just can't be that simple Germ doesn't write that way and. So I thought this was impressive. There's, there are more comments. You guys no, should check is. out the Facebook group. There's some good stuff there. To Sir Patrick, thank you. Um, because I we were headed in that direction, and we never actually got to this conversation about John. And so I'm, I'm glad that it that it uh, that it took place because it's yeah you know it's pretty pretty epic. So yeah, absolutely. All right, as I do have one thing here. Okay. Yeah, yeah we got. So you're gonna have to do a little bit of post production, but it's just you know because as doesn't as doesn't know this is happening. I it's something that happened. Somebody on Patreon sent me this a couple like last week. I forgot to put it in the show, so I'm putting it in okay. this week's show. Okay, Let's hear it. yeah. Long ago we did knighting ceremonies, and we and we've had one requested. Okay, so I said okay. Here we go. So you would just go. layer in some music. There's okay. Like, with the power of post production, probably a little bit of music being layered. Uh huh. So this guy has been a, he's been a patron for a long time. And so he just just recently said, hey, guys, could I get a knighting ceremony? I said, yes. Here we mm-hmm. go. So in the name of the warrior, I charge you to be brave. In the name of the father, I charge you to be just. In the name of the mother, I charge you to defend the innocent. Arise, Sir Bingster, the lost Lumley of the desert. There we go. Ah, it feels good. It feels real yeah. good to. Oh man, we haven't done that in a long time. Arise, you know. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it feels. It feels. Oh good. my yeah. gosh, dude! Think about, think about. You know what that makes me think about? Sir Dunk out there, Sir Arlen dying, right? And he says, "Boy, give me my sword. Take a knee. <laughs> right. Let me and say the any, words." And to, Right, and to anyone that says that Sir Dunk isn't actually a knight or that he wasn't actually actually you a knight, go. there's evidence to support it. I will never ever believe. I would never even know the words were said. The words, whether he was or wasn't, I don't care. He's a knight in my eyes. So, yeah. awesome. all right, that's awesome. all right, guys. Hey, well, with that, we want to thank you for playing the Game of Thrones. In our next episode, we will be discussing Chapter Thirty. Aria 7 of A Clash of Kings. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a raven at btkcast at gmail.com. We will see you in a week. And remember that winter is coming. Winter is coming.